Hey, I'm DM Brad, and this is The Fate of Ison. Thanks for downloading and listening to Chapter 3, Episode 5! It's great to have you here. Also, thanks to our supporters over on Patreon. That's Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyser, Sir J. Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Zuckler, Roger Afamata, and Sam Malcolm, 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 Malcolm. If you want to show your support for the show like these awesome people, feel free to check out the reward tiers over at patreon.com slash fateofison. You could get access to bonus episodes, get an NPC named after you, or something else. Okie dokie. Let's recap this thing. Last time, Banfor, Marley, and Kyrene fought a trio of Arkvale soldiers in the ancient tunnels beneath Stonemore. Banfor turned into a tree, and Marley charmed a knight into becoming her best buddy. The knight escorted them out of the tunnel and into the busy city streets. Banfor decided to shank their escort. I bought a few bits and pieces, some unicorn makeup brushes and some coloured glittered eye shadow and yeah. Yeah, so. you did. So you when, did. Is, when is your 12th birthday? Anyway. <laughs> Do you know what, Brad? I'm looking for magic in my life. Thus d and I need to get like one of those, you know, what do you call it? Like the the screen tilt tint things that go over the top of the screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say a mask or a paper bag, but whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, there goes Oliver. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm getting the eyes. Oh, God, God, I'll kill it. You just look like a Simpsons character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the piercing. She looks like Goku mid Super Saiyan transformation. <laughs> yeah. There'll be five more episodes. Yeah. It's cool. Good stuff. Should yeah. we do a thing? <laughs> it's all good stuff. Right. So, Squamp, release the Kraken. Last time. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to recap. Let's first introduce ourselves. My name is Brad, and I am the Dungeon Master. Hi, Brad. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brad, and I'm a dungeon master. <laughs> Hi, Brad. Welcome to Virgins Anonymous. <laughs> Virgins <laughs> Obvious, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Virgins Obvious, there you go. Obvious. Found I that. fucking love it. And uh, I'm Brad, the dungeon master. Um, so <laughs> We're all Brad here. Yeah, hi, I'm Brad, the dungeon master. No. <laughs> I'm Bradicus. <laughs> It too, Bradicus. It too, Brad, eh? <laughs> <laughs> ah, Brad Ye West, my favorite anyway, artist. Um, we should probably introduce ourselves, eh? What did you. Yeah. Okay, so cool. uh, I'm Jules. Um, I play Marley Craft, a half elf bard slash ranger who has a wolf pet called Hodge. Are you going to actually remember this time? I remember. Um, I'm Jules. I play a half-elf bard <laughs> slash ranger. Um, and I have a wolf this time. <laughs> <You suck. laughs> I'm taking out my microphone and I'm leaving. Someone was mean to me at work today. <laughs> I'm sad because oh. someone was mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> all oh. right who are, who are you 
Uh, I'm, I'm Irene. I play Kyrene, the halfling monk. My so name serious. is Oliver Scripps, and I play all of the characters you've just heard. <laughs> it's all actually been me this whole time. <laughs> um, I play Banfor Watt, a barbarian slash blood hunter, uh, who is having a good time. <laughs> just having a party. Just having a um, what are you doing, Jules? As what are you trapping? No, I was just, yeah, I, I, I fixed it. Hey, look at that. Because I'm a child and I have this cute pink chiffon stuff that I thought I would put over the screen and it seems to be helping. So, yeah. Man, if any dude decorated like you do, arrested. It's, it's not technically decoration. <laughs> this stuff is leftover costuming. Because I could Again, not helping so, yes. it. If... Same sentiment. <laughs> same, same sentiment. It's from a show I did. <laughs> Never released. Um, Do you guys so... know you can buy dolls in bulk? It's crazy. Buy <laughs> <I> dolls? <laughs> um, last time on the Fate of Ison, um, you all continued through the tunnel beneath the Royal Keep of Stonemore, and you encountered a trio of Arkvale soldiers, and a fight ensued. Uh, Marley sneakily crossbow bolted, uh, Hodge bit stuff, uh, Banfor turned into a tree, and Kyrene kicked a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, Persaf. And punch. It was uh, first half and, that time. And hit with a quarterstaff, that's right. Um, in an unprecedented feat of squadeth teamwork and planning... Uh, <laughs> Completely Banfor, unprecedented. <laughs> Banfor grappled one, one of the soldiers, uh, Kyrene stunned him, and Marley charmed him into being your ally, which was very smart play. Um, your new Arkvale friend, whose name is Wilkins, I'm not sure if I said it in the game or not, but it's definitely written on my sheet, um, to- told you a bit about the current goings-on in the city, including that OMG, famous bard Spritey McSteamface, arrived in town the day before. Gosh. Um, and he also said that you're probably going to have a hard time getting an audience with the former queen, uh, which is one thing you made clear is what you need to do. Uh, Banfor then took the soldier into an alley and shanked him to death. Yay, me. <laughs> it's it's late in the afternoon, uh, but still, you know, broad daylight. Um, the city's incredibly busy. Uh, and now play Dungeons and Dragons. D&D go. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, do, do, didn't do. we miss the bit where Banfor turned into a tree? Which was probably my favorite yeah. thing in that entire episode. No, I said Already before. Banfor oh, <coughs> turned into this a tree. Due who to wasn't listening? I due to the chaos curse. <laughs> Were you eating, perchance? I was eating a tangy apple. They're really good. They are really good, but they're bad for your teeth, Jules. Was it a champagne tangy apple? <laughs> was it a chamois apple? <laughs> No, but I just thought tangy apples seemed in keeping with the podcast uh, a bit more. I don't get it. Tangy apple squatteth? Yeah. I don't get it. Oh. Um, tangy Cool, squatteth. yes. So, um, the, so the group is in the middle of a busy city street. There are people hustling and bustling all over the place. There so are, did nobody uh, see the, him shank the well, dude? He dragged... 
Um, roll me a stealth check, Banfor, just to see For how... the Dragoth or the Stabbath? Uh, for the Stabbath. I'd uh, say it's two... <laughs> I got a 17 off the dice, so... Uh, what? Oh, 17. Yep, that is fine. You manage to evade any sort of public notice when you dragged First him... alleyway shankin and shanked the dude and recovered from his person um, 12 gold Mm -hmm. and a map of the city which clearly has marked out um, the various districts that the city is broken up into are there a lot of secrets um, in district 9 you'll have to find out when there are Um, secrets in district 9 these dirty prawns Um, dirty prawns they'll give you the shits you know yeah, so Kyrene will know how the city's laid out anyway, uh, because yep. even though her hidden temple of sands, uh, where she uh, resides, is in the mountains, she regularly comes to Stonemore. Uh, what what purpose brings you to Stonemore for your regular visits, Kyrene? Uh, fishing. I sell my fish in the market, usually. As okay. buyers. Cool. So, is that fish what you were in? Yeah, fish <laughs> Is that what, what you people jewels? <laughs> you can't just call someone a fishmonger. I totally can. And if we have that conversation, that is what Marley is going to say. You can't just ask people if they're from Africa, jewels. <laughs> <laughs> but can Someone's you walk up it. to people and be like, "Do you bless the rains where <laughs> you're from?" No, we've got more pressing issues. <laughs> And if we know it's Christmas. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yep. Okay, so Kyrene regularly visits Stonemore to sell fish that she catches in the uh, lake in the mountains um, and then returns presumably to her temple with the profits that she yep. either yeah. uses for the, for the temple's gain or for her own personal gain. Um, I'm not sure how you and your faith work. So you, your temple worships Kashtar, the god of life. And but Sounds what like exactly the money. Yeah, what exactly do you do for that worship? Um basically just help others. Uh taking refugees and all that, really. Okay, so the hidden temple of sands isn't really deliberately like just happening. Like, it's Iso- but, isolated and, and hidden from people so like no one can come in so it's, it's like open doors but it, is it yeah. hidden for like protection yes okay so like one of those bars in Melbourne where it's like a laundrette and then you like have to say a key word to a vending machine and then a wooden yeah fucking boom <laughs> I already knows what words may make out me face then what how stoned <laughs> are you not at all yet but that I giant intended. bag of weed has not been consumed at all? Oh, no, Apparently it has not. Yeah, just By not way, right now. You'd probably be super into Kashtar. She's, like, real into plants and nature and stuff. I like it when people yeah. distill nature and just make it smokable. <laughs> I love that her motto is, forget not the mother of all things. It's not her motto, it's the motto of the Kashtari Women, faith. Eh? So like, All right. Her worshippers are like, 
she's she's totes the shit. Don't forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she sounds freaking awesome. She's an emerald-skinned elven woman with long green hair and green eyes, and she wears no clothing, but her body is shrouded in a cluster of vines bursting with brightly coloured flowers. She's poison ivy! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bitch! Yeah. The, the best uh, Batman villain. A hundred percent. I'm with Catwoman. <clears throat> oh, fuck her. Um, yeah, would, that's the idea. <laughs> the uh, flowers tastefully cover the various bits and pieces that we actually want to see? Or yes. are they just like, I can frame in them? No, they're <laughs> like four flowers forming like a perfect uh, rectangular frame around the vagina. like some arrows. What? Like an arrow. I'm sorry. Did you just say a rectangle framing her vagina? What shape do you think vaginas are, Brad? Have you no, ever seen them? We've established no. Um, Maybe he did this in the dark and he's never uh, actually seen it. Like smiles frame. on his faces like to try frame. and conceive. A frame of it. A frame, like a picture yeah, frame. But generally, kind of it's more like a framing? triangle. Actually, a frame, framing on her body a picture of her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you would use a rectangular frame for that. It's Have you like tried sl- to get a non. 90 degree sided frame that's fucking expensive i can make yeah them. exactly i, actually I was just have picturing it more like a, a you know like can... the the head that mr freeze wears like the yes. yeah that but for a vagina <laughs> for a vagina okay we're sure yeah, it just keeps it now. the right I love it. yeah it's or great. like a like a big collar like a Yu-Gi-Oh villain <laughs> yeah but it's or just made out of just it's just skin and it's horrible. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, maybe Kashtar's is referred to as a vagina because it's probably covered with vine, so it's like a vine vagina. Vagina. Yeah. It's a vine vagina. Yeah. yeah. She uses a vine braider. Yeah. A vine braider. Well, that her holy yeah. symbol is a flowering vine, so it yeah, could be considered a, real, a vine braider. She's a real bulbar whore. Hey, yeah. uh, you know what? You know what? Um, you know who else uh, is familiar with flowering vine symbols? You know, two characters who are familiar with flowering vine symbols. One of them's a, a mouse. One of them's a, a pigeon. <laughs> Read those motherfuckers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Third place. <clears throat> yes. Also, oh, Brad, we place. get it. You've interwoven a complex world. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I Blood thought he was trying to get us back on track, but you know. No, I was, I was talking about Jeff and Simon. Anyway, um, yes, so it is So uh, late in the afternoon. The city is incredibly busy. There's lots of uh, people milling about. There are children running and playing. There are smells of food and smoke and dust and dirt and life. Um, Kyrene, you would know that you're currently in the worship district, which is sort of populated mostly with temples and churches, but also with schools and um, the uh, Great Brugian University is here. Um, and BU. the South. Pardon? BU. BU, yeah. BU. The BU. The yeah. GBU. And underneath um, it, it just says BU. B E Y O U. How motivational. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is that canon now? I don't think that's yes. written about in the wiki. So be it's you. Be you. It's, it's, it's not written about, but it is canon. It's called Be You, and their slogan is Be You. Yeah, it's just like 
like uh, how all the universities have, like, get amongst the best. <laughs> this is our old branding now. Be your smartest self. Um, the self gate, Kyrene uh, knows, and you guys can probably see if you turn around, is behind you. Like, so you're walking into the city away from the south gate. Um, that, that little building that you emerged from after coming out of the tunnel is just like a little nondescript stone cube basically that contains nothing but this hidden entrance to the underground tunnel and uh yeah Banfor has shanked <laughs> let's get back to the start Banfor has just shanked in an alleyway a soldier of Arkvale uh, mm. uh, uh. and I look at Kyrene and I'm like eh. Banfor re-emerges from the um from the alleyway um, wipes his uh, uh, knife off on the corner of an already grubby robe and starts cleaning his fingernails with it. Did he bring out the gold in the mat? Yeah. Cool. Does he tell us? No. <laughs> so basically, I, I don't know there was anything in his pocket, so I don't know we have a mat. Excellent. Okay. Therefore, leaning nonchalantly and has found uh, somewhere like a real dog ear, dog ended cigarette from behind his ear, and he's bummed a light of someone coming past, and now he's just having a dirty smoke. All right. Because well, I like that image in my mind. Now that we've K I L L E D, I don't know why she's spelling it, but she assumes it's less obvious in a crowded. Someone. Therefore, looks at her with confusion and a little anger. And, um, and an onlooker, an onlooker nearby, turns his head and goes, "You killed someone." <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, is that what I was him. spelling? K I L N E D, killed. You, you. Oh, you're a, you're a pottery, pottery creative thing. Oh, well, you'll you'll want to head to the merchants' district, weirdo. Take your wolf with you and turns away. A half a brick at him. Yeah. As he walks away, Banfor throws half a brick at him. He. Oh, let's see. He does not dodge out the way. He gets hit by a brick. <laughs> Great. Half a Are brick. we causing a fight now? I'm like, Banfor, this place is crawling with Arkvale soldiers, you idiot. Yeah, they should mind their own fucking business too. Who's he to come over here spelling at me? <laughs> Right. He wasn't spelling, Bam. I was. But I'm really yeah, glad you yeah, know that probably. was spelling. I'm really proud of you. Cloud. Cloud. <laughs> that was. Cloud of you. Was, drinking, mate. That was me trying to say proud around eating a glow heart. Anyway. <laughs> I'm really um, tired. I'm really tired. And I'm feeling very uh, weak magically. Banfor's having trouble getting off, um, getting like off. a little. Right, I think so. We're in public. A little, a little. Uh, that would make it easier. Um, a little <laughs> clump of uh, of hair that's gotten Cannon. stuck in the. Like, Four is an <laughs> Well, he's he's also been forcefully unicated, but uh, um, which is a word I've made up, but it sounded right. Yeah. Um, yeah, having <laughs> trouble getting a, a chunk of uh, chunk of hair and skull out of this fucking dagger. Um, so you see him reach sort of about himself and he starts polishing it with a piece of paper with drawings on it. What? What is that? It's a piece of paper with drawings on it. Can I, can I have a look at it? 
I mean, I'm not quite done. No. Oh, off of old mate in the alleyway. Oh my god, it's probably quite helpful. Banfor. Can I have what a What do you mean? Alright. And Banfor hands it over. Look at this. This is a map, sort of half covered with blood and shit. Oh, there's no shit on it, mate. <laughs> not yet, at least. I'm like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like you. Banfor uh, pets Kyrene on the back very hard. I stumble a little, a little bit. Uh, so Marley is having a look at the map, and obviously, is is written in common or? Yeah, it, yeah, it's in common, um, and it lays the whole city out in its districts, and shows where you've come from. And yeah, looking at the map, um, roll me an intelligence check, I suppose. What with us? Or anyone who wants to make sense of the map. Uh, Kareen knows. Kareen doesn't have to. No. Because uh, okay, I have plus one to intelligence. Twelve? Um, yep. Twelve yep, also. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> um, I'm really upset both... to have the same intelligence as <laughs> I know. <laughs> yep, it, it's it's late afternoon. You're tired. Um, you c- can both put together that you know where the mountain is on the map and where the city is on the map, and you can go. Well, I think we're probably somewhere around here, and it's in the worship district. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. And you. So yeah, I'm... and you can you can ascertain if you are wanting to try and find the queen you probably need to venture to the noble district which leads to the entrance to the castle um if you want to get in uh or find the um goblin inventor that haydet told you about um they are in the merchants district if you want to find a place to rest or shop that's probably the merchants district too and if you want to do your um deliver the death heart to the killing grounds um, that is labelled in the middle of the arena district. It's actually not on that map copy that I gave you, but that yes, is, is the big. Oh, it oh. is. No, it just says arena district. Yeah, no. Um, that that big building in the middle of the arena district is the killing grounds. Okay. You mean at the south? In the south of that section, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. nice. Okay. Nice, nice, um, nice, nice. Mali would be pushing to rest. Um, but mainly because she has no, well, she has one spell slot left. Um, so she's not really able to do terribly much until she rests. Uh, Banfor puts his nose to the wind, um, and inhales deeply. Does he smell okay. anything oh, in particular? He, he has no sense of smell, um, but... Absolutely. But we know <laughs> that he can... <laughs> Pick up on chemical this. signals. With with double disadvantage, with double disadvantage, yes, he can pick up on chemical signals. I'm a roll bitch. Six. Nah, you just breathe Dead. in. You just breathe in a big cloud of road dust as a as a hog cart gets pulled by. Uh, Bamford reacts as though he snorted something he wanted to. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys stand still in the middle of the street, uh, the, the three of you with the wolf, or do you walk, or do you like move? Like, describe to me how you're maneuvering. I turn to Kyrene, who I found out last time, 
knew a bit of the city, right? Yeah. So I turned to her and I go, we need a tavern. Like, where's the closest place where we can just get a room, get some sleep, not probably get our shit stolen? This place is a bad part of town. The, the worst part of town is the Vice District, um, oh which is... Irene. Yeah. Okay. The Vice District would be the worst, but <laughs> the best place to get a tavern would probably be the Birchard's District. Seems well, oh, Vice District it is, isn't it? No. 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 Who's asking questions there? You no are. One. No, you no, are. Exactly. Nobody notices weirdos amongst the weirdos. I don't want to get my shit stolen, Banff. All cause you of You won't. Poor people don't rob each other. Why would they? They've got and nothing. And also, it's in completely the opposite direction according to this map than what we want to go. Maps. <laughs> what are they for anyway? My Maps. my my take on it. If you can't spell it, yeah. <laughs> what Maps. are they good for? <laughs> Absolutely, Absolutely fucking fuck everything. All. Like, just let's follow the map. We're, right. we're, no, we're in the worship district. Vice yes. is right next yes. door. But we, everything we want to do is either in the nobles district or the merchants district. So can we not just go there so we can be in the right place? If we're in the merchants district and we go to a tavern, we can ask about the, the artificer lady that we're supposed to find. Yes. However... If I were to look for people from out of town, I would go to the place where the people from out of town stay. Yeah, which is not going to be in the vice district. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm so confused. And Marley absolutely infuriated, tired. If you were looking for us, where would you look? At a reasonably priced tavern. Cannon. She starts walking. She whistles for Cannon. Hodge, and she starts walking. Does Hodge go with her? That's up to her. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, <laughs> <laughs> grumbles, flicks his cigarette butt at the slowly rising man that got hit with a with a half break, <laughs> and follows after. He does a dance to get out of the way of it. <laughs> um, Kyrene. It turns out he's the mayor. The whole way, Marley is grumbling. Like, fucking too tired for this shit. I'm just... Ah. Um, Turned yeah. into fucking so... tap in front of me and I still haven't seen tap and I'm just too tired for this shit. Like... Um, as you guys are walking, you, you pass a little bit of a scene happening over on the left side of the road um, where there is a, a human woman standing next to a horse-drawn wagon and she's getting lectured by a half-orc man in a brown polo shirt. Um, and she she's she's acting like all all innocent and stuff. She's like, I'm I'm sorry, I I didn't know it was it was a, a no parking zone in in the half-orc. So yeah, yeah, that's what they all say, lady. And then he begins writing her what looks like a traffic ticket or something. He says, you know, they don't call me Rigor the Zealous for nothing. You broke the rules, you get a ticket, plain and simple. Now move along for a clamp your horse and take you down to horse wagon enforcement office and cuffs. Do, um, do you even have cuffs? Yes, I have cuffs. I'm a serious officer of the law. Why wouldn't I have cuffs? That's it. Enough of your lip. You're coming with me. And then he starts to grab this lady and cart her away from her horse and wagon. 
Very wholesome wagon. No. Well, all I'm saying is somebody should look after it for her. She'll get more tickets. Somebody have the hooves off that horse in about 10 minutes flat. You mean the horse shoes, not the hooves? No, no, you can't make glue out of shoes. <laughs> Molly, Molly walking past what do you mean? would just... Horse that nice, you don't eat all at once. Molly walking past us would probably be familiar with this kind of kingdom bullshit based on the kingdom of Cyrus that she left. And would just be like, nah, you park in the wrong place, you get a ticket. Don't fight it, why would you fight it? And just, um, keep, just keeps walking. Bamfor um, reaches into his uh, not-so-secret bag of half-bricks um, and throws one at the back of the orc's from? head. Exactly. He got them from the alleyway. Uh, he got a bag of half-bricks from the alleyway. I love it. I support it. <laughs> uh, he now has a... All right, so he has a Why bag of half-bricks. Because half? you don't want to fall once. You don't throw away good ones. <laughs> throw a... He just leaves a pile of bricks around. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, and so I now have a bag of half bricks tied to my waist. Let's say there's a half dozen in there. And hoofs one at the back of the, the orc's head. Oh no. Oh, for God's sake. Harry's grandmother something in orc. I cannot um, help you. <clears throat> I have no spell slots. Uh, Banff, yeah, roll a. Ranged attack? No, it's a thrown. So yeah, roll. Just roll a melee attack. That's a fourteen team. Well, no pluses. <laughs> Unarmed strike would be. My javelin's plus six, so I'm obviously good at throwing. <laughs> you throw this half a brick at the back of this half orc parking enforcement um, officer. Um, roll a. D4 for damage. <laughs> and add your strength. That's four. Oh, no. Four, four plus and my strength, strength plus six. No, that's that's strength and profic- uh, proficiency. What's just your strength mod? Three? Is it? I think it's plus three. Oh, uh, yeah, plus three. Yeah, because okay, so you did seven damage by hucking this brick at the back of this half orc. And he, he turns around. Oh. Hey, who done thrown that? Uh, Bamfor puts up his middle finger, says, Get a real fucking job! And runs <laughs> off down an alleyway. <laughs> I'm an officer of the law! And he just leaves the woman and starts chasing you down an alleyway. Which God. way Which way are you headed? I'm headed uh, west. <laughs> you are headed west? Okay, so that is going into the vice district. Let me that. <laughs> He's on his fucking own, Brad. I want you to know this. Cannon, Mally is not going after him. Okay, cool. In that case, I will get Banfor just to have a quick skills challenge. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, roll me uh, two acrobatics checks and tell me the scores. To duck in and out, like weaving in and out of people and buildings. Uh, I've got a six and a twelve. Okay. So, um, in the first instance, so before you leave the main, like, thoroughfare, and, like, you're about to, like, duck into between some buildings on the edge of the Vice District, oh, sorry, um, 
still in the worship district but heading towards the vice district and um you very very narrowly avoid like smashing into someone and it slows you right down and he reaches out to grab the back of you but then you manage to just like evade him and slip away in between some buildings i don't know what your plan is now but he stands on the edge of these buildings like not eager to follow you into like alleyways and stuff and just yell oh you you come back here they don't call me Regal to Zealous for nothing. I'll, I'll, I'll have you for this. I'll all right, you. mate, I'll come back. It's all oh, sorry. Eh? Sorry about that, eh? And Bamford turns around uh, and starts walking back uh, and then hucks another half brick and takes off again. <laughs> Roll another attack. <laughs> it's 11 plus 6. <laughs> We're going off my javelins. <laughs> Roll damage. <laughs> It's another uh, three plus six. <laughs> you smack I'm aiming him. to stun him. He probably has yeah. a family. You smack this guy uh, <laughs> in, in the face with his brick, and he falls on his ass. And then, uh, like, he's bleeding from like a gash in his face, and just um, says, "Oh, you bear! I hope I don't catch up with you. Oh, ruffians these days! No controlling. No controlling him." Um. Bamford has he hasn't moved, just... right? He's still standing there yeah. in front of him? Yeah, I like the idea that um, he sort of turned to chase me down the alley, nearly grabbed me, didn't enter the alley, so he's still lit by the street, and then he's like, oh, come back here, and then he just gets another brick to the head. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Bamford then uh, turns a couple of sharp corners and loops back up the road. Uh, where he can still see Marley and Kyrene, but is about 100 no, metres up the road. Marley's walked on because yeah. she's so. They continued. <laughs> you want to bump in? Other than... Yeah. I'd say you come out of an alleyway next to them. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> oh, hey. That was pretty weird. Marley's very lying. She's just looking at her map. Marley. Hey, okay, Marley. so <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty weird. Um, you guys reach uh, like um, so. You're in the worship district. You, there's lots of churches and stuff around you, and things that are obviously houses of worship. Um, but then you come to um, where it becomes a bit more obviously like shops and stalls and a lot more marketplacey and there are th- you see signs like blacksmith, uh, um, uh, Chandler, and and other miscellaneous uh, medieval-esque occupations I turn to Kyrene and I'm like okay well tavern place of rest something any ideas what is the closest tavern that I know um you know uh oh you know a lot of them but I'll get you to choose your favorite out of the following uh the golden noble the wicked witch um the burger queen um slippery lizard b-e-r-g-e-r sure that's a german title of office that's a city father um yeah slippery lizard and the gold piece the no good stinking shithole the wheelhouse Necropodicon, the stone, 
Mary's or breakfast at Tiffany's? That sounds like a These are... Yeah, that does. Obviously breakfast. They do dessert. It's, it's ironic. Brunch at Tiffany's. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Do they do lunch? <laughs> I said so you, yeah, you can choose what you like the sound of out of all those. Mm. Who would choose Necropodicon? I mean, seriously. Right? <laughs> right? Probably wasn't going to choose that one. <laughs> my, my money is on the no good stinking shithole. Sounds like a great place. Okay, sounds great. Um, probably the Necropodicon. Yay! <laughs> so you, you tell them about an inn called the Necropodicon. Yes. Family. Get up, everybody, and sing. How, uh, Kyrene, how do you know this inn? Um, my Mima would take me there sometimes after training to relax. So take you down the mountain to this inn to uh-huh. what, relax for a few days? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like it's it. hard work. Do you tell me this? Yes. Wow, that's really nice. What's a Mima? <laughs> <laughs> it's what I call her. She's actually she was my wet nurse as a child. Um, oh yeah. But Wait, that, what? <laughs> <laughs> what's, a wit- what's a witness? Oh, come over here. Go to the vice district, I'll show you. (laughs) You can rent one. Danny. It was Danny. Sorry. Oh. (laughs) Oliver, you sound so sad about that. Like like a goat? (laughs) Like a theme stripper? Like, she was basically the one that would keep me out of trouble as a kid. Oh, like an older brother. Yeah, sure. Okay, I get it. Yeah, my older brothers used to do shit with me too until they abandoned me and didn't look for me anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know how that feels, but from the age of four. Two. As soon as I could pick up a half a brick, I was on my own, you know? <laughs> so that would be just now that you're now on your own. I've never felt so alone. Marley's still not looking at him. <laughs> hey, Marley. I've never felt so alone. I don't give a fuck, Ben. For if you stop chasing random people and stop throwing bricks at random fucking soldiers, we might get through this alive. One, he was not a soldier. He was a parking enforcement officer. Two, yeah. oh. he was not a person. He was a parking enforcement officer. Yeah. <laughs> and for the next one. Julia can't argue with me. their logic, but Marley has a problem with it. <laughs> he chased me. Um, Hodge, um, you, you notice now that Hodge has actually sort of wandered away from your group and has um, stopped and put on, like, sad little puppy dog eyes at a stall that appears to be selling, like, um, uh, fish, like, cooked, spicy-smelling fish. And you're just sort of hanging out next to it. No, Hodge... Oh, I'm so sorry, buddy. Yeah, you're probably starving since you ate that hand in that cave. Um, <laughs> oh, does he want another one? No, 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 no. 
We're not going to charge to eat all of the corpses. It's just not good behaviour. It's sustainable. Not. Just eat some of them. Yeah. I think Hodge deserves a treat because Hodge is such a good boy. Aren't you, Hodge? And I'm walking over to the store as I say this. Okay. Yep, there is a um, a large man behind the stall, somewhat reminiscent of Smith Corman, um, in terms of like portliness and being bold. I look around to see if I can <laughs> see a hawk. Yes, <laughs> in regard to stats and voice and recycling a character. Um, <laughs> in terms of. And- Jersey pattern as well. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing he's wearing a flamboyant sweater and says, "Ha ha! You're looking for fish. I have the best fish in all of Brus." Oh my, my wolf would know, uh, and he's over here giving me the sad little wolf eyes. Uh, does she so... look at her, Does he look at her vagina area? <laughs> well, my wolf would know. These empowered women. Did you hear they frame them sometimes? Ha ha, would you, would you like some spiced fish? And he says, the, you know, a wolf's nose knows. This is true. And my wolf is the best wolf and deserves treats. So, what do you got? Um, what are we talking? Yeah, um, you can tell now that you're up closer that the smells that you're getting um, and the type of prepared fish you see on the stall, it's, it's Skirinese fish so it's it's going to be spicy um probably like really spicy um and it might be a little bit greasy okay but, it's, I, but it smells really good can i have just a tester to see if he's okay with the spice and if he is i'll buy a lot dogs don't ah. have the ability to taste chili I just want that's good to know they don't receive he's a wolf I've got some bad news for you about wolves. <laughs> Pretty similar, some would say. They're just dogs and wolves' clothing. <laughs> Says, of course, I'll happily give you a taster for your little friend. And he just, like, rips off a little bit of one of the dishes and leans over the stall and, like, offers a hand for, very bravely, for Hodge to eat it out of his palm. I'm like, now, Hodge, Does the seller nice. seem at all... Um, at all annoyed to be waiting table for somebody's pet? No, because I, I would personally. It, it looks like he's probably, probably the type of person who does who does who does what he can to get the sale. Yeah. Ah. Mate, Hodge, be nice. Tongue only, no teeth. Okay, I'm gonna get him to roll animal handling. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, it's, it's a 12 it's okay uh, uh, yeah, Hodge just like gobbles it out of his hand like a hungry dog excellent, seems like it's fine I want to buy and she kind of vaguely points at like a few fish it's just like, enough for a few days you want a few days of already cooked fish <laughs> yep you're staying you're in the city do you want to like okay fine whatever he's not going to balk at a sale says ah well of course and he just like grabs starts grabbing random assortments and putting them into a like a bag for you bag of fish excellent and says that'll be um five silver for for all of that and i hand it over because i'm carrying all the money Yep. You in the um, dimension locker. You guys have a kingdom's worth of fortune. Yeah, but I'm also carrying all of our 
pocket yeah. 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 That's why we buy our fish in bulk, Rad. That's <laughs> <laughs> we can afford it. I'm just thinking, like, Marley's thinking about training Hodge. So it's like treats for training. Oh, that makes okay. sense. Yeah. yeah, good good thinking. Cool. Um, your little fish purchasing adventure is over. Cool. <laughs> and I, I turn around with the first bit and I'm like, Hodge, sit. <laughs> and I try and get him, uh, like, waving the fish to see if he'll sit. Okay, I know he's your companion, but since you're trying to get him to do special things, animal handling all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I expected this. It's fine. There's a 14 on the dice, plus 5, so cool. 19. Sweet, yeah, he sits. And I give him a big bit of fish. Ah, he's stoked. Gives you that, like, big, big, goofy dog smile. And I pet him, and now we're even more friends. (laughs) And a rainbow appears in the sky above you. Um, Kyrene, what's your greater plan at the moment? And what, what's she thinking? Um, travel for as long as she can. Like, try to avoid the monastery for now. She's been cooped up in there for a while. Okay. Yeah, because you know that, or you can probably ascertain that these people you've teamed up with are kind of up to no good. Like, there's something going on that they, they are planning a thing. Um, the fact that they had an argument about where in the city they could stay to avoid detection and things like that. Um, does that factor into your opinion of them or, or what you're feeling about them? Uh, she's a little wary of them because they are outsiders, so. How did she feel about the random public sphere violence? <laughs> I mean, after Arc Bale, it's kind of normal at this point. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, what do you guys want to happen next? Basically, it's 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 a sandbox at this point. Uh, Molly's going to go sleep. She needs her spell slots back to be any good. So do heavily armed and armoured people walking around the city, is that likely to get noticed? Um, roll, a perce- roll a perception check to see if you notice... Is anyone else wearing... Yeah, yeah roll, you know? roll a perception. Uh... It's a 15. Okay. Um, yeah, you notice that other people are looking at you a little bit, but that might be because you're very tall and you're traveling with a wolf. Um, but remember, but Marley you... changed into her performing outfit, so she's just wearing, like, barred silks. She looks like she wouldn't be out of place in the court. Yeah, and you do notice, um, well, Banfor notices that other people, there are other people in armor. I mean, there are guards walking around the place. Um, there are also, like, what's clearly hunters. Um, and also, some people, uh, like, some more wealthy looking people have, like, bodyguards and things with them. So, someone walking around with armor and weapons isn't that out of place, but it's also, you know, most people. Yeah, most people aren't doing that. Interesting. Cool. So Marley's heading for the Necropodicon. Okay. Probably the way. Sweet. Um, yep. You guys eventually come to a, um, a, a an inn, which is like a large stone building, as almost everything in the city is, uh, but it's painted 
completely black on the outside and there's just um like a, a turquoise written sign so it almost has neon in effect having the turquoise on black and it just says necro and then almost as if like being one of those cool hip trendy places slash Podicon. um <laughs> It's like, Mine where are we drinking tonight? for a second and it's like, what does Potacon even mean? And, um, yeah, Kyrene knows this is the place where she goes to unwind with her Meemaw. <laughs> you know when you get shit house with her your Her has this really weird impression of right now. Because <laughs> she's a, a nurse, <laughs> nanny, wet, wet nurse, slash older brother. So... <laughs> So she's thinking she's like a a wet goat that keeps her out of trouble. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, but it's very sexual about. It. <laughs> um, it's a wet goat, but you got to suck on dim goat titties, am I right? You got to get your milk somehow. Oh we really need to put a super R18 label on this episode. Um, anyway, <laughs> Molly walks in and walks up to the bar and looking for the the owner or the you know the runner of the establishment yep so um the first thing you notice as you walk in the door is it's quite dark inside um think sort of nightclubish is it a guy called running (laughs) (laughs) there is a band on who are playing to basically an empty room but they look like they play anyway whether there's people in the room or not and it's just like hashtag my life but yes it's just it's just loud, repetitive, like heavy drums. Life. <laughs> heavy drums and, um, and 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 just other percussive, just offensive sounds. Just boom, da da boom, da da boom, da da boom, da da boom. Just over and over again. And yeah, you walk up to the bar, and there is a um, very scruffy-haired human male behind the bar, and he looks like he was just like pretending to work. And he sees you come in, and he's like, "Hey." How, how can I help? And he looks down, sees you've got a wolf, and goes, "Uh." He's a pet. How can I, I help? I promise he's he's well trained. Hello, um, my name's Marley Craft. What's yours? Hey, I'm Paul. <laughs> yeah. Heard a lot about you, Paul. <laughs> um, hi, Paul. Um, I'm a. But 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 but. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm a, I don't get it. I'm a travelling bird um, in town oh, to see yeah. if I can get into the palace to play for them. Thought we'd Pantful stop wanders in off to for the bathroom. Night. So does Oliver. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, yeah, just you know, looking for a place to crash that's safe. And my friend Kyrene here, she gave Necropoticon a pretty sweet recommendation. So. Uh, yeah, we thought we'd come in. Just kind of oh, yeah. Browse. Wicked. No worries, man. That's cool. That's what we do. Got drinks. Got beds. Let's party. Butts, butts, butts. <laughs> you remind me of a guy I know who likes hey, to say um, butts, butts, does, butts. Does, Hold on. Does, your, does your friend know he just walked off into the kitchens? <laughs> right. Uh, I wouldn't worry about that. He definitely didn't say anything about going to the toilet anyway um cool okay so we i guess we want rooms uh definitely me and him i don't know what you're doing kyrene 
Um, it's pretty late, so I probably will get room for myself as well. Okay, yeah. So, three rooms? Alright, room for the little lady, room for the medium lady, room for the big dude, and there's a dog somewhere. Ah, we're all He's having with a good me. time. Alright. Sh- shake you. hands, Hodge, and she's holding out another piece of fish. Animal handling? <laughs> oh no. Fifteen plus five, twenty. Yeah, Hodge puts uh, <laughs> his front paw, front right paw, up like hovers just over the bar. Which means he's probably up on shake. his hind legs, like. <laughs> and Paul, the bartender's like, yeah, cool dog. <laughs> he said, you oh, you're, you, you said you're a bard. Uh, yeah. Uh, not like that. And she just kind of vaguely points behind her at what's happening behind her. And I'm like, I play saxophone. Oh, that's... That's weird. But yeah, I know. That's but something different. Bringing Spreading a different clientele. Recommends me five-star performance, you know? Oh, you know Spritey. He's in I town. I totally know Spritey. Yeah, I know. I heard he was in town. I'm, I'm coming to meet up with him. Oh, man, that's cool. If he comes here, oh, the people are going to just... Flocking, this is gonna be busy. This is oh well, wicked. I, you know what Spritey's like. I can't guarantee he's gonna come here, but I am trying. Roll deception, I guess. <laughs> That's not my best roll. That's a six. Uh, but plus eleven. Oh, like, so plus seventeen. 11. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's Deception's like, like one of my high stats. <laughs> it's like mad. It's, it's cool that you know Spritey. I hope he comes in. You know, plays for the people. It's gonna be, uh, gonna be can, a good time. You could totally tell people I'm Spritey's mate, and I could play and see if that helps at all. Oh yeah, and he turns back to the band, which is just three guys banging on shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do they play here often? He says, "Yeah, that's the Sons of the Fathers, the uh, local band. Not very good." <laughs> Yeah, I hear they haven't really done anything. <laughs> nah, they take a while to get started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, this is so inside baseball. so inside jokes. Holy shit. So, this entire episode's just for sorry, Paul. Oh, but, you know, I can tell them to take a hike and tell them, you know, Spidey McSteamface is going to play here with, with his friend Marley Kraft. Well, I mean... Like I said, I can't guarantee Spritey's going to turn up, but I can try. I will definitely play. All right. I'll take a word on it. Um, you can get a free room, and for the other two, it's five silver a night. All, All right. right. Well, I'll pay for the big dude, and she pushes across the silver. I can All right. pay for myself. Sweet. Cool. You guys have a room for the night. It is evening-ish, 5 p.m.-ish at this point. Okay. Um, has... Oliver Banfall returned? I assume. I don't know. Malia oh. is actually going to walk over to the band and, and say hi and start chatting to them. Okay. Um, Oliver... Oliver Banfall has just... returns from the bathroom. Uh, yep, it was actually the kitchens. <laughs> oh. Banfall. And I, I said, don't, don't worry about him. Um, he definitely didn't say anything about going to the bathroom to cover you. Uh, Banfall walks back in and goes, Whoo! Boy, did I take a shit in there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, might have. Um, 
Okay, I might have to charge <laughs> you more for that. Um, Ten four flicks him a half a brick. <laughs> He's gonna dick, dick save. Uh, also, eight, Eighteen to duck out the way. I've also already <laughs> paid for your room, Ben four. Oh, we both know I won't be needing it, but I know, it's but a I nice paid thought. for it anyway. Yeah. And yeah, Marley has walked off to talk to the band, who is just three dudes banging on shit loudly. So yeah, Marley's talking to the band, mainly trying to like run them, kind of like give them some advice and stuff. She's like trotting out her life stories. She's probably boring them so much they willingly leave. You know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say that's how it plays out. You're like, yeah, so I'm a bard. I went to Cyrus and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, you know, and you've just got to get yourself a Patreon yeah. and you've really got to, you know, like, you know. <laughs> they're like, um, like young dudes in their twenties who are just like clearly here to get a bit of money for a gig. And they're just like, oh, this is not worth our time. <laughs> they just yeah. leave. Just like mid conversation, just walk away from you. They don't even like end the conversation. Yeah. And Molly's Still like, oh, okay, bye. And then just start setting up. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, I'd say the rest of the evening just sort of plays out. Um, do you want to roll a performance check to see how well you perform sure. and what the repercussions are? And Band 4 and Kyrene can tell me what you guys do. Uh, I'm probably uh, drinking. <coughs> nice. I rolled a 9 plus 8. That is 17. Okay, yeah, you put on a pretty good show. People come and go, um, but the people who come stay, or stay for a while and enjoy it. Cool. They sit next to Kyrene and sort of bob along <laughs> to the music and, and have and a couple of drinks. Songs, and in between songs, Marley's like, oh, Spritey McSteamface, you know, he, he told me he really loved this song, it really touched him, you know, and then I play another song, like just really amping up my attachment to it. <laughs> Yeah, and Bam? Um, Bam 4 has, oh, there wasn't much time, but during one of Marley's breaks uh, has asked for the key to the dimension locker and has taken out um, about five to 7,000 in gold. <laughs> Just a handful, like, cluster of like you, had, you had 30,000 gold and you had, like, another 20,000 in, like, gems and stuff. Oh, yeah, All right, for Bam 4 takes... Count. Uh, about five in gems and about three in gold. Where is he carrying Oh, three in gold is still going to be... Possibly heavy. Yeah, actually, the gems makes more sense. Bamfall takes the gems. Okay, you just take a shitload of gems. let him do that. What do you mean? Is it yours? No, but, like, she wouldn't just let you have the key <laughs> and do that in the middle of the tavern. Like, for oh, multiple right. reasons. Let's say like, we're in the cloakroom. Banfield like goes opening, into the cloakroom. I was going to say, like, discreet. opening a dimension locker in the middle of a tavern, obviously, oh, no, no. it's not going to let you do that. <laughs> like, I'll go back into the toilet slash kitchen. Yeah. And also, she's probably not going to do that without asking questions, and she would never let you have the key yeah. permanently. She would okay. open it for well, you. If only there was some manner of role-playing that could take place. Yeah. Because... Um. <laughs> she doesn't trust you with looking after things, so she would never okay. let you have the key. She'd open it for you if you said you wanted yeah. right. some so gold So once the dimension locker is open, yeah, yeah. Banfall the fir- grabs the first about thing- 17,000 whatever's worth of, uh, <laughs> worth of gems. 
And I'm going to ask why. Just a fuckload of gems. So you have to, like, climb into the dimension locker, basically. And as you're gathering up all of these gems, and I don't even know how you're holding on to this many, because it's heaps. But isn't the the value of them? Each one's like 25 gold. Yeah. Yeah. So how many gems would constitute, like, is it a giant hilarious money sack? Is it a backpack size? Um, Is it a wheelbarrow of gems? The the gems have come from um, multiple places. So there's like, and they would all just, and all the coins were just sort of like raked in by Trestle Spoon and Marley. So they're all loose. Yeah. So, oh, so just, you can just imagine there's like a big pot, like a, a dragon's hoard pile of shit yeah. in this. So, okay, so if it's, with if it's leather... 25 gold per gem and you're going for 17,000, that's what you said, eh? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it would be 680 gems. There's no way you so can just that like. That's not that many. Well, you, can you couldn't thumb? just pick it up. So what are you doing? Oh, God, no. So I've got like a leather, like a square, big square of leather <laughs> and a bit of rope. And while, and okay, so while putting, you're doing and, this, Marley is going to ask you what the fuck you think you're doing. What do you think I'm doing? Well, what are you going to even use it on, Banff? We need to decide this stuff together. This is for Does all it, of our money. Yeah, but I haven't had any fun with it yet, have I? We've just gotten to a city, you know? I'm just letting myself breathe. I don't back think it's 17,000. We haven't like, had a night out. Why don't you just take <laughs> 7,000? Because Look, I don't even I'm... know how you would spend that much, even. Where did you grow up? <laughs> like, for scale, most, like... Asking Molly. Mo- mo- most ordinary Cyrus, people and would, I still, would not see 17,000 would buy a, a home plus. Yeah, yeah. Like, a home and fillet full of furniture. Is that what you're going to do? Because I would support oh, that. Definitely not. Definitely not. No. What? Arguably much more risk, risk in, you know, much more risky. A lot of math in it too, but I'm not too sure about, about how to do that. I'm... <laughs> anyway, uh, Air Ben Four. Well, I mean, it's your, it's, uh, it's your money, but you're, yeah. you're not getting any of mine if this goes horribly oh, wrong. I wouldn't, ask, I wouldn't ask for it, mate. You've still got the key. I mean, I can't get it, General. Okay, um, I mean, it's it's your... I'm just saying, Bev, like, you know, you've got to invest in your future, you know? Oh, I'm definitely thinking about the future here, mate. Okay. I'm back home on the streets on New Zealand. Okay. Are Before you live... this conversation started, as soon as you, you opened the locker, the, the first thing that happened oh, was was likely. you heard you heard Haydet go, Hi, Kyrene, it's nice to meet you. In response to the last thing you said, but any, and then you have that conversation about gems. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's so uh, Banfor is shoveling gems into this pouch, ties it off, puts it around his neck, um, and then has what looks to you like pretty much a scrub up, which is weird. Like washes his face um, and takes off the spiky armor and stuff, and gets his like second most grubby aka cleanest clothing out and uh puts that on and then leaves the axe sword uh and takes a series of long knives uh a couple of daggers around his person um some leather braces so some lightish armor uh but walking around armor tough guy armor and uh sort of 
It's you with a evening. You can come if you want, but I've got a we'll gig to get. I'm just taking a quick break. No worries. Where you want? You want to see what this gets you? And Bamford dangles the giant uh, bag of gems. I have just no idea where this is going, but I love come, it so much. Come, come back in the morning. We've got shit oh, to do. Okay, probably and, yeah. Oh, and Bamford, yeah. for God's yeah. sake, do yeah. not give the giant big black gem to anybody. Oh, why do you care if it's black? No, no, the one down your pants, Bamf. Oh, yeah, righto. Oh, keep, the nut rock, yeah. Keep keep that one, okay? And Ball don't show done. that to anybody, you know? Oh, we've got no, important things right. to do with that one. I don't I've care about the rest of it. Very I just safe. care about that one, okay? Yeah, I've got that somewhere safe, don't worry. Okay, all right. And and Marley goes, Bamf will do what Bamf will do and just goes back to her gig. Vanfour uh, shoots two deuces up as he leaves the room uh, and walks back into his world of a busy, vice-filled city. Yeah, so it is uh, low light at this point. It's mm-hmm. probably, you'd estimate, maybe 7 or 8 p.m. So it's not quite night-night yet, but it's like definitely... Lanterns are on, yeah. people are, yeah. Yeah, pe- people have lit the street lamps. Litten? People have lit street lamps. Lighted? <laughs> Loot. <laughs> they have loot. <laughs> they loot. They loot the thing I can play. <laughs> they loot the street lamps, um, mm. and yeah, but the city is still busy as ever. You get the impression that the city is always busy, no matter the hour. Very cool. What are you guys up to? Oh uh, no! Like this is all you. Mali is clearly just playing for the night, earning her room and coin, and trying to chase that um, fan. <clears throat> base you know handing out business cards and getting people to like her on twitter and you know like which is just the bird she has (laughs) yeah tell this bird you like me (laughs) said to other people yeah that's pretty much that's that's Uh, five okay that's fine so you don't notice at all. Um, Marley, you notice on that the inn starts to get more like busy very rapidly as if something has just happened that's caused like a tidal wave of people to just surge into the building. Okay. Is as that a performer of my with a passive perception yeah. thing? As a perform um or no, it was just that you're inside a building and you'd notice if it started suddenly filled yeah, up with people true. out of nowhere. You're, you're um, assuming I'm not so like that I'm like not No, <laughs> no, but as a performer, you've probably got the ego to assume that, oh, this massive tsunami of people is clearly yeah, clearly here for me. Okay, yeah, cool. So yeah, I and the bar just fills up. Uh can yeah. I can I roll like like an insight check is to see if I can see like, or some kind of check, like, are they happy or scared or like what's going on? Yeah. Um, most people are like rushing to the bar as if they've got like a question to ask. Okay. But, like some people are coming over to like the stage and performing area to like look around and see what the story is. Oh my God. Friday's coming, isn't he? Fucking Friday's coming here, isn't he? And, 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 and someone says, is he? Is Spritey, is Spritey, I heard the rumours. Is Spritey McSteamface going to be here tonight? 
And then someone what? else goes, Molly goes inside this, this of her head. God fucking damn it. This was my Sprite. We heard that. We heard, we heard a rumor that Spritey McSteamface was going to be here tonight. So we, we, we came as soon as we heard. Well, Are you opening I mean, for Spritey McSteamface? And then like one tries to like tries to hug you, get the equivalent of like a selfie, but like no camera, just like hugging you for a moment to be like get remember all the friends to stand there and remember real hard. <laughs> yeah. Guys, guys, get remember a memory this. of me. Get a memory of me. Uh, Molly is very drawing, confused, drawing. but she is yeah. saying to people, "Well, I I do know Spritey. Yes. Um, oh, she knows Spritey McSteamface. Oh my we were gonna meet. Oh my we god. Were, we were totally gonna meet somewhere in Stonemore. So, yeah, I, but I've just got into town. Uh, I haven't seen him yet. Oh, when's he coming here? When's he coming here? Like, oh, we'll, we'll get a bunch of drinks. We'll wait around. Oh, I can't wait to meet him. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and my first That's break, how we feel. Uh, my, my first break after this is happening, I walk up to the tavern and I'm like, to, 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 to Paul. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh... So I, I haven't had a reply to my original letter to Spritey McSteamface. Have, He's marked it as red. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you have you heard anything? Have you? And because Marley's starting to panic now, the fact that she hasn't actually got hold of Spritey at all. Yeah. Or While you're doing this, um, you barely have Paul's attention because the place is still filling to the brim with people yeah. and they all want to be served and they all want to ask him when Spritey McSteamface arrives and he's like, what? Huh? What? What? I told everyone that Spritey's coming to play with you. But I, I haven't heard back from him. And I'm like, oh my God, you this is a what? fucking disaster. You haven't, you haven't, what? Who? This is even what? better than you getting upstaged. <laughs> You realizing your real fame, and then then he says, "What oh, do you hang mean? On, hang it's on, just hang on. you." He says, "Hang on, hang on," and he stands up on the bar, and then he yells out to everyone, "Everyone, this is Marley Craft. She is the one who's bringing Spritey McSteamface here." Oh, and everyone gives you a big round of applause and cheers, and goes, "Yeah, Spritey!" Okay, so I I stand up on the bar. Going, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank the you. The theme for Coyote Ugly starts playing. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> the moonlight, no. Spritey would love to be here tonight, but he's told me personally uh, that he's got another gig tonight, but he's going to be here tomorrow night. Okay, I'm going to cut to Ben for. Oh, so, sorry, Kyrene. Where is, where is Kyrene during this? <laughs> Um, I'm kind of lost my own thoughts. So I'm basically oblivious to my surroundings. And I'm still at the bar drinking as I'm crowded around by people. Okay, roll a constitution save. Okay. <laughs> and here is Irene's own personal battle. Yeah, right. Can you character uh, eleven? Eleven. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're you're fine. You're getting uh you're getting a mild buzz, but you're you're still in full control. Um, Benfor, describe your actions. Uh, Banfall walks around and sort of, uh, walks outside, closes the door behind him and sort of just leans against the wall, has a few, like, really horrible cigarettes, like, brown paper and, like, you don't know what he's stuffing it with, but it seems like he's, it's just something that's happening now. 
because he uh, has been sort of touching hands with people as he walks along and just buying a whole bunch of little things in illegal exchanges. <laughs> just so dropping gemstones. <laughs> oh, no, like um, when he's like walked into the city because Banffor is a city rat that who's been like, I literally haven't been in like a proper sized city since I think we left the first place. Yeah. This is our first big, big city, right? Well, this, this is, is the bigger yeah, than this is, this mm. is the biggest one of the biggest cities in the world. Mm. Yeah. So um, when you last, when you, like, I guess when you first met Banfield, then he would have just been getting out of like street life. Like that was the last time you saw him as a street person. Mm. Anyway, um, so yeah, he's sort of surveying the street, uh, trying to get a read on the place, sort of seeing who's doing what and where. Uh, and then sort of gradually heads west, um, walking sort of nonchalantly, but obviously with a don't fuck with me vibe, um, because he is still wearing like a very large hunting knife and that sort of stuff. And he's still and, seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and has no teeth and is covered in tattoos. So it's, it's more of just normal walking, and that's the general reaction. But um, he's walking like hard men do. Yeah that sort of thing uh, um, and he's just gradually sort of circling his way deeper into the vice district yeah. um, and just keeping yeah. an eye on everything as he goes street by street by street yeah. by street you you notice that as you venture into the vice district there are like less and less street lamps lit mm. um, and in fact you notice that there aren't there are places where there aren't even street lamps mm. there like so it's like they just didn't even bother installing they got stolen yeah <laughs> yeah um, and yeah, <laughs> there were street lamps all through this place. They just got nicked. And you can just and you can like smell all different types of smoke. You can ver- like there's the smell of blood weed. Like, like oh you can't, but like there are clouds of smoke everywhere that you just like walk through mm. like clouds of, of just shit all over the place. It actually is probably it's um, a happy coincidence for Banfor then that he's got no sense of smell as a defense against the city. Um, and yeah, and there's basically just more trash, more dirt, um, more broken windows and things like buildings with doors hanging off the hinges, shit like that. Hmm. Um, has he noticed, uh, a particular gang is in control or does it seem to be lots of small operations or is it what? Um, you see graffiti around the place. Um, roll me a D8. Hmm. We had the same problem last time, hey? It's the diamond one. Ah, it's the diamond one. Zero. That's literally impossible. How would you get a zero on a D10? D10. diamond. Uh, seven. Okay, um, yep, you see um, graffiti around the place, and um, you don't recognise the letters in the writing, but you, um, you, I'd say you recognise the number seven around of quite a few places. Yeah, well, um, so Banfor, I think, would be good. He wouldn't be good at reading, but he'd be good at recognising and remembering, like, gang signs. So, cataloguing it away. Um, yeah, cool, so... Banfor's walking easy, uh, and he, you know, stops off, has a meat pie, um, has a sort of look around, and then circles back out 
of the uh, criminal, or sorry, the vice district, uh, and back throughout to the um, the merchants area. Okay, so you were just investigating the area. Yeah, for later. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, we cut back into. And can I just get some indication of what you're planning? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Because we won't. Because I don't think we'll get to it in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to wait till next time then. Okay, it's just you've got a very smug smile on your face, and I'm so worried. <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, okay, so we we cut back inside um, the inn, and Marley is dealing with a a crowd who is very very happy to be there for a fraudulent reason. Um, what? How did, are you? I did tell the guy I would try. I never promised. So yeah, that's well, on he him. has. Yeah, he has spread the rumor that you have promised, <laughs> and there are well over uh, 200 people crammed into this place wanting to see Spritey McSteamface, expecting to see Spritey McSteamface. Yeah. So, currently, I'm I'm basically kind of singing to them about how Spritey is not going to be here today. He's going to be here tomorrow, though. That's what we've decided together because he's a bit busy tonight. And I said I would try, but I never promised, blah, 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 blah. But she's singing, um, and she sings that for a minute. As you, as you start to sing that, there is this very loud thunderclap type sound, like a very loud, like everyone shut up talk type of sound that like reverberates through the whole room. Uh-huh. And then you then you hear this voice say, "Who's been spreading rumors about me?" Oh, oh. my god. And that's the end of the episode. And that's the end of the episode. Yay! Jazz hands. Jazz hands. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Talk to you next week, eh? (laughs) Fuck, I hate Spritey. God. He's the worst, honestly. But also, I did steal him, so... You brought him on this journey. Oh, I just grabbed him. He's you also left him part Denton, of. Yeah. He, he is actually part of the resistance. So, and we did. Well, actually, is he though? Yeah. yeah is well, he? We did. We did plan <laughs> to meet him. Just gave him a bunch of secret information. He had his yeah, own mission, didn't he? Uh, no, he was just on your. He was just on your mission. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He just. He just knows. Ev- he just knows everything you're up to. Yeah. And is also. No friend of ours and uh, money oriented. So that's that was smart of us. Don't throw bricks at local civil workers, people. Big City Living 101. Poor Regor the Zealous. I hope we see him again soon. And Spritey McSteamface is back. Everybody's quote-unquote favorite wink wink nudge nudge totally nobody's favorite whatsoever what the hell is banfor up to i honestly have no idea and oliver won't tell me anything it's driving me in freaking sane yo you like talking about things right well if you want to talk to us about the show or cheeseburgers or whatever you can do that on twitter instagram and facebook at fadervison or email us fadervison at gmail.com please do that it's really cool when you do Or you could hang with us on the Necropodicon Discord server.
I've been listening to a whole lot of different podcasts from different genres uh, lately, and one of them that has stood out to me is a brand new one called Halfway to Heroes. It's an actual play podcast, uh, follows a story of four students about to graduate from their academy and journey forth to become heroes. Really great, brand new show, and I reckon you should check it out. It's not on Necropodicon, so sorry, Paul. Hope I'm not in trouble. All right, now for a bumper from another Necropodicon show. Love you! Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amarin. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. We are a part of the Necropodicon Podcast Network. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from.